Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Maybe. Yes, sir! Michiana's Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT presents... Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! The Golf Show. I'm a big believer in fate. I have a good feeling about this. That's all I'm going to tell you. We welcome you to another installment of the Golf Show on Michiana Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT. My name is Darren Pritchett. My co-host, John Foster, the general manager at Notre Dame's Horn, and Tim Firestone, the owner at Blackthorn. Not going to be with us this week. We're going to have some interviews coming up in just a few moments, but we're going to start off the broadcast this week by checking out what's going on in the world of golf. Our program is brought to you by Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame and Blackthorn Golf Club. Well, the Symmetra Tour is back at Four Winds Invitational. That's why Tim can't be with us today because he's the tournament director for the Symmetra Tour. Four Winds Invitational, believe it or not, believe it or not excuse me, year number six of the Invitational. The winner takes home $22,500 and the previous five winners of this tournament Went on to finish in the top 10 on the money list on the Symmetra Tour, which gets them their LPGA Tour card. So a lot of money on the line in this event. And right now, one of the leading money winners on the Symmetra Tour is really trying to enhance her position for the LPGA Tour next year. Number two on the money list from France, Celine Boutier. Shot a remarkable seven under par 65 at Blackthorn. And after the first round, holds a three-shot lead over a couple of Americans, Elizabeth Zokel and Erica Popson. Now, the greens at Blackthorn are always beautiful, a little faster than what we normally play as regular golfers at Blackthorn. But pretty good conditions at Blackthorn today. And Boutier shot the seven under par, 65. Round number two is just getting underway right now out at Blackthorn. And we need to remind you once again that it is free admission for anybody that wants to come out to the second round or tomorrow's third round of the Four Winds Invitational, a special thank you to Martin Supermarkets. They have picked up the tab on the admission into Blackthorn, so you have a chance to bring the entire family out, no charge. Now, there's concessions you can buy. Have a great afternoon watching golf. But thanks to Martin Supermarkets, it is free entry into Blackthorn for the Four Winds Invitational. But we do want to remind you that you do not park at the clubhouse. That's the area where the workers, the media, the golfers, the caddies, that's where they're going to park at. So you're going to have to park over by the soccer fields, over by what would be the 15th hole at Blackthorn. I guess it would also be the 14th, the par 3. So just park there, walk into the gates, go wherever you want. You can follow individual groups. You can sit at one hole, which is fun. So there's a lot of... You, 
unique opportunities to go watch some professional golf, and you're going to see some really, really good golf as you take a look at the first-round numbers. And there were 21 players that shot under par today, including that 7 under par, 65. Now, earlier this week on WSBT Radio, during a South Bend Cub game from Martinsville, Indiana, Carly Silvers, was a guest for a little bit of that ball game, and she's playing at Blackthorn this week. And today, actually yesterday, I should say, shot a one over par, 73, eight shots out of the lead. And as we enter the second round, the cut line is projected at plus two. So right now she's in good shape, but can't falter a whole lot. One of the interesting stories from round number one of the Four Winds Invitational yesterday, the leading money winner on the Symmetra Tour, Nana Quartz Madsen was disqualified because she failed to sign her scorecard, which is really unthinkable, a professional. It's such a routine. You fill out the scorecard throughout the round, and then once you're done with the 18th hole, you sign it, take care of business, go to the, the tent, and you're all done. Well, in this particular case, she forgot to sign her scorecard, and... Had a one-under-par round today, but due to not signing the scorecard, Madsen was disqualified from the Four Winds Invitational at Blackthorn. The PGA Tour, it's the FedEx St. Jude Classic down in Memphis, Tennessee. Ches Reeve is the leader after two rounds. Shot a 65 today and leads the way at nine-under-par. Tie with Sebastian Munoz. And Charles Swartzel. Swartzel shot 65 and 66. American Stewart Sink having a good go. Shot 64 in round one. Came back with a two under par 68 today. More of the golf show coming up in just a couple of moments. The golf show brought to you by Notre Dame's Warren and Blackthorn. On your home for the golf show, Michiana Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT. Welcome back to the Golf Show and Michiana Sports Leader, 96.1 FM WSBT. I'm Darren Pritchett. Recently, I was joined by former PGA Tour player Scott Gum and Blackthorn's Tim Firestone looking ahead to 2019 when the U.S. Senior Open comes to Notre Dame's Warren. Well, as we look ahead to 2019, the U.S. Senior Open is coming to Notre Dame's Warren, a golf course you guys know so well. Scott, I'd love to get your thoughts on the senior players that are going to be coming to Warren in 2019. What do you expect their reaction to be about the golf course they're going to play for a major championship? Well, it, it will be a very exciting time for the Notre Dame uh, area, um, just bringing in some of the top players from around the world. Um, I, I think the excitement will be when, when you play the Warren, you, everyone loves the simplicity of it. You know, there, there's not... Uh, very many forced carries. The targets are, you know, the fairways are a little wide. It's okay. You can get away with uh, some stuff. But at the same time, the size of the greens, it is, to me, is so well done. Because they, they don't, you, you feel like, oh, I can hit that green. But when you really look at your targets and the places you have to hit the ball, you have to be on point. You have to control your line and your distance. And really good players just love that. They crave that where you are rewarded, you know, when you execute a proper iron shot. And the Warren will do that. It doesn't look hard. You're not going to make triple bogeys all day long. But at the same time, you can make quick bogeys if you're a little off. And I know high-level players just love when they're so rewarded. 
That's why John likes it so when much. You <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, oh we're, we're starting. Sorry, All I right. I love it. No more. That's the I'm last one. The last one. We just warmed up. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, Tim, don't apologize, please. You know, you know, just fire away at will. Scott, when you think about core Crenshaw courses, that, of course, the design group of Notre Dame's Warren, I'm sure you played a lot of core Crenshaw golf courses across the country. Is there a main characteristic of all those courses that you might see anywhere you go, including at the Warren? Well, the first word that comes to mind is when I think about Ben Crenshaw and, and Bill Corr, but it's joy. It's excitement. If you've, anyone's ever watched an interview, especially with Ben, of course, I mean, he just, it comes out of his pores, the excitement that he, that he puts into golf. And I think it shows in his courses. Um, you know, they don't beat you up. There's not a million railroad ties and there's, there's not crazy angles. So uh, I feel like usually they're very user-friendly but it's subtle, and when you really look at it, you're like, oh, wait a minute, this is, it looks easy, but oh my, they kind of, they can get you here if you're out of position, but you don't feel beaten up. So when you finish, you know, wow, I shot uh, 82, and I'm a pretty good player, but you kind of enjoyed that 82 for a two handicapper. So, you know, it, it's a strange thing where these other courses, you know, you, you're so nervous, and, and you know, the they psych you out before you even launch your golf ball or core <laughs> Crenshaw. It's, they understand you can use the ground, you, you can do different things. Um, but that's what really comes to mind. I think, uh, especially Ben watching him give all these interviews all these years, he has such passion for the game and such reverence that I, I think it shows up in his product. Tim, when you think about your golf course, I mean, I think about some of the characteristics. Everything is in front of you. There's really no tricks. Now, some of the greens are bigger than Notre Dame Warren, but I, I would be curious from your standpoint, knowing both, both golf courses, what do you think are the biggest similarities between Blackthorn and Warren? And, and is there a, one big difference that you see? Well, I think, you know, the big difference just on a 30,000-foot level is that Notre Dame's Warren Golf Course is a, is, was designed and is made and is maintained to be a championship-style uh, golf course for the for the collegiate player to play day in and day out and and to hold um you know they've had the women's pub links they've had ncaa championships they've had several events so it's it's set up and designed to, to uh, host and challenge the better players uh, of golf where blackthorn quite frankly we've made it easier every year we look at ways on how we can improve pace of play how can we make it more enjoyable to the golfer so we've cut our our and i don't know john's done some of this too uh, as well but you know cutting the fescue back and giving you know even wider target areas and making sure that people aren't losing golf balls. Um, so just generally speaking, we have a little bit different philosophies, I think, on what we're trying to accomplish. Um, but I think, I mean, similarities, um, again, wide open driving areas for the most part. I mean, uh, um, Scott hit on the head with Warren. It's not uh, the tee ball um, that gets you in trouble. It's getting the ball in the right position on the greens. Um, um, throughout the entire, you know, you look at number four, the par three, and um, the different uh, uh, 16, you know, so it's not even the length that Warren really either. It's it's really just um, really getting the ball in the right position on the greens. Um, but overall, I think, you know, the course conditioning um, is important to both of us, and we continue to try mm -hmm. to put the best product out there in the community, and I think that, that you see that. We've invested in equipment and fertilizer and all those things that we have to do to keep the golf courses uh, kind of getting to the next level, and we both have done that. Mm -hmm. The golf show presented by Notre Dame's Warren.
and also Blackthorn here on WSBT Radio. Tim Firestone, Scott Gump, Darren Pritchard with you on this Saturday morning. Scott, you've had the great pleasure of playing around the world, and obviously we talk a lot about Warren and Blackthorn on the show with Tim and John being a part of it. But if we just expand the circle a little bit, within 100 miles of South Bend, how impressed are you with the number of quality golf courses that we have to choose from in this area? And, and I'm sure there's a lot of major markets that have you know, a lot of great courses and stuff, but it seems like for golfers in our area that they have some pretty good opportunities around here. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to stretch your 100 miles. I drive to Midway Airport occasionally to take mm-hmm. teams and places and that's about 98 miles. So I'll I'll include Chicago. I know it's a little bit of a stretch, but in this whole area it is it is world renowned. You know, there's more parkland style, um, but just to me the trees first thing to come to mind. I I grew up in Florida. And, you know, the hurricanes blow down most of the trees. So <laughs> the reason we have a lot of lakes there, because it rains a lot. And, you know, the water can be a little intimidating. But here, when you get the style of the fairways going back and forth, uh, you know, the trees don't move much. You know, you know those are the hazards you must avoid. Um, is just a certain feel to it uh, that is a wonderful uh, you know, opportunity to play. I, I still tell the guys the story of, uh, you know, driving all the way up from Florida just to do a qualifier for the Western Am. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the fact when I get up here and I'm like, wow, this is completely different. I mean, the just the beauty of it. I mean, knowing how old those trees are and everything, it really gives a, a, a feel that you really are with nature. And, uh, and at the same time, you are very challenged you know, up here. So no, this is this is definitely, and so many guys on tour always, you know, revere all the Chicago courses, and and in Michigan and in India. I mean, just the whole area, they always have this certain. It's it's like going back to classic golf, where it's mm-hmm. it's just standard stuff. Do your thing. You're rewarded if you execute. If you're, you know, other places you're six inches offline and you're toast. Here, not really the case. When you just talked about growing up in Florida, it brought to mind a question that I asked Tim and John a couple of weeks ago on the program. Kind of a hypothetical, but I'll ask you, if money is not an option and you're a young kid and you have the opportunity to live anywhere in the United States and your goal is to become a professional golfer, knowing what you know now going through the PGA Tour and the different courses you play and the conditions, what part of the country would you live in to give yourself the best chance to be a professional golfer? That's a great question uh, for me. It's, uh, that's very funny you say that. Um, <laughs> the strange answer is it really doesn't matter. And you're kind of like, what? Hmm. When, I, when I was home, they never had a tournament where I was practicing. In order for me to perform competitive golf, we are a traveling circus. So literally, when uh, my first year I was on the Hogan tour, I was I married my lovely bride, Chrissy, and uh, we got married in May. We hit the road in our van, and I was back home in October. I mean, I was literally on the road for that long. So the funny part, mm. the answer to the question for me is, I was based in Orlando, Florida, because what's my off season? When am I actually home? I'm home. I was home playing the PGA Tour in November and December. So that is prime time um, for that, uh, you know, part of the world for the weather. So I could go out and practice, you know, anytime I wanted. 
uh, many, many people, you know, when you're on the road for a month and you're playing the tour and all that, and they say, what do you do? Do you go home? Do you hit 500 balls a day? It's like I'd literally go home and not even touch a club for five days, mm. six days, because I knew I could, if I was physically rusty, I can fix that. If I'm mentally rusty, you're crispy. You're done. I mean, it's very important to recharge. So, in fact, in reality, I could have lived in New York City. It really didn't matter. Like the Bruce um, Litsky um, story about the banana and the head cover? Did you ever hear that story? Oh, absolutely. Is that, that is absolutely true. <laughs> that is the truth. And he said, you know, he played a big old huge high fade, and he said the day that he didn't walk up and hit a high fade on his third shot, he just turned around and go home. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> When, I'm, I'm curious from a geography standpoint, though, in your role now in recruiting, right. are kids in the warmer weather climate more attractive to recruit than the kids in cold weather climates? Uh, I know you probably don't want to answer that on here. No, 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 no. It, it's, uh, recruiting is a challenge. I, I, I tell everyone that visits Notre Dame, they come in, they, they greet us, and anyone from somebody who's just starting recruiting down to you know a top 30-ranked player, it, it's about the fit. It really is about the fit, and the fit meaning, you know, how good a student you are, what type of team do you want to play on. If you want to go play for a national championship team, you may be on the bench a little while. Do you want to go play uh, 40-something events? I played my college career. I played over 40 events. Other guys, you know, they have a ring or they're close, but they got in nine events. Mm -hmm. uh, probably for me, there's a buddy of mine, Nick Reach, that I, I taught. He went to Georgia. He actually, uh, the week that he not, could not qualify for his team to go to regionals, he went and played the Canadian Tour uh, qualifier and beat and made, got his card on the Canadian Tour. He could <laughs> wow. not qualify for his team, and he went and beat a bunch of professionals. That's the world wow. of college golf. So, okay, good for him, but, or bad, but find the fit. Mm -hmm. And it's personal. And that's what I really preach to everyone is to find some kids want to get away from mom and dad. They want to experience a new part of the world, new part of the country. They can hardly wait to get here. Mm -hmm. Other students want to be, you know, about 58 miles away from mom, you know, right. just within an hour where they can go run at home mm -hmm. and do their thing. And that's fine. It's whatever they're comfortable. And with your facilities now that you guys have it at the Warren there, I mean, even in the winter months, they're hitting balls onto the range with the heated stalls and it's not really, you know, keeping them from being able to practice. Either, At, right? Absolutely. We have a lovely indoor putting green. We can do uh, all sorts of chipping in there. We have a lovely simulator with the track man. We have two hitting bays. We actually have two track mans. We actually even import sod uh, from South Carolina. We uh, to work on wow. short irons. Uh, shipping has cost more than the grass, believe it or not. Uh, so, you know, trying to get that out to try to work on the, you know, 60 to 120 yards where, you know, you, everyone knows you got to hit down on it slightly. And when you're hitting on mats, you don't want to hit down on it because it can, it can hurt the wrist if right. you do a lot of reps. Um, yeah, we, we travel a lot during the weekends. We take alumni trips. We play all over mm. the country. I mean, we, God bless Notre Dame. I mean, we have all the tools, you know, to get the job yeah, done, which great. is really exciting. One more question about college golf. I was watching the um, NCAA tournament. The women were playing yeah. this week. What, what is your thoughts on the new format and how they're set up now? I love it. I love it. It is, it, you cannot hide a match play. We actually played a match play event in February down in Tampa, and we won. And you never feel so alive when, until you're playing match play. I mean, every shot counts. You know, sometimes when you're just packing it in, nothing's happening, you shoot your 75, mm -hmm. and okay, I was close. 
in match play, you're so exposed. It's, and you just move from moment to moment. Everybody right. talks about in golf, staying in the moment. You don't have a choice in match play. It right. is forced upon you, and that's what I love it. So the excitement, I watched, uh, I, I did the same thing. I'm, I watched a girl, yeah. you know, hit a bunker shot out. She literally had a putt to go to the match play. I mean, just, just amazing yeah. stuff. And at the time, she went through her routines and she knocked it in, but... I mean, that's heavy stuff. Mm -hmm. It's fun. I love it. I think it's better to watch, too. I mean, if you, I, I mean, yeah. I don't know the last time I would have watched the NCAA women's, you know, finals, but it's, sure. a, it's exciting to watch, too. It's, it's very so, exciting. Good for the spectators. And, Scott, with everything you said about Notre Dame having all the tools, and, yeah, there's always going to be the northern school thing. That's always something that's going to be, you know, people have to con be concerned about. But you know what the thing is? You take a look at the women's golf championships and who got second place. It was Northwestern. And, and you think about what's happened in men's golf the last 10 years. Illinois has been knocking on the door for a national championship. So, you know what? I think these golfers need to know that it is possible. You don't have to go to that warm weather place and sit on the bench for three years before you get your chance that that really these northern schools have a really good opportunity to be good at the game of golf and also get to the tournament and compete for championships. Oh, absolutely. It, it really, you know, uh, where's Jack Nicklaus and Arnold Palmer from? Probably two of the best players. Yeah. I was actually watching the uh, the Jack show on the Golf Channel. I finally had some time to watch the bio uh, on him. Um, and even that was inspiring and to realize, that, wow, these guys are from up north. I mean, the golf ball doesn't know who you are. It just reacts to what you do to it. It doesn't know, uh, you know, if it's uh, whatever the weather is. So, you know, it, it definitely is a mindset. And that, it's funny you should say that because that's what I'm looking for in recruiting. I'm looking for players who, you know, want to overcome whatever it may be. And they're not, and they're running toward a challenge. And, and there's no question Notre Dame has its challenges because when you have the, the value of that sort of degree, well... Mm -hmm. With that comes a price, and you're going to earn it. They don't just hand it to you. They just had the graduation cert. Trust me, everyone there earned it. And there's yeah. a reason it's so valuable, and that's really neat. Um, but at the same time, the expectations are, you know, you come prepared. Former PGA Tour player Scott Gum, Tim Firestone, the owner of Blackthorn, Darren Fritch with you. The Golf Show brought to you by Blackthorn and Notre Dame's Warren. Just to circle back to Notre Dame Warren and the U.S. Senior Open coming in 2019, Scott, you know probably most of these golfers that are going to be competing in a couple of years at Warren. When you think about the golf course, mm -hmm. and when you think about what the USGA will do to the golf course, what type of scores do you expect? That's something we've kind of kicked around and maybe we don't have a real feel for. Can you give us an idea of what you expect these senior players to shoot when they come to Warren under USGA conditions? Well, uh, that's a great question. I've, I've, I've slowed down trying to figure that one out uh, for a long time now. Uh, well, and that's part of my training because, uh, like, for example, even uh, they just played the web.com event in South Carolina, and actually I won that event eons ago, but it was the same area in the country, but different uh, BMW became involved. 80 players uh, shot in the 60s in round one. I mean, these guys wow. can flat out play. But a lot of that probably is because fairways were, you know, fairly soft. The greens are fairly soft. The Warren right now is working on their, uh, you know, sanding, sanding, firming up project. And that alone can really change things. So the answer for me is we shall see. 
But knowing what they're doing now, well, that sand is going to make your ball run a little more in a fairway, which is neat. But that's neat if you hit it down the middle. If you <laughs> if your ball's going toward a fairway bunker, that ball's going to run into oh. the bunker. And with the size of the greens, you know, that's going to be a real challenge. I think what's going to happen is when they firm up the conditions, the good there'll be more separation. So meaning, uh, you know, if you're playing well, hitting it down the middle, your ball's going to be going down there. You're going to have a shorter iron. And now, but if you miss hit a little, oh, you're going to get in a little more trouble. So you're going to see a wide uh, dispersion there. I, I think the key element is the firmness of the greens. Normally, you can kind of get away with it, so you can land a little short and run it up. The warm mm -hmm. size of the greens mm -hmm. is going to make that challenging. It, it really all depends, and some of that is weather related. Some of that, you know, what's it gonna, what's the weather gonna be two and three weeks prior to the event? That's gonna make um, a pretty big difference on the score. Predicting a score, I'm not there yet. Ask me about a month beforehand, <laughs> then I can, I can tighten that one up. What type? Okay, of, I'll put that in my notes. Exactly. What type of player? I mean, do you think it's more of a, um, you know, a, a Bernard Langer or more of a, uh, you know what I mean? Like, what type of player do you see winning this event? Oh, wow. Um, again, whoever's on their irons. I mean, the ninth hole, the size of that green on nine, you don't have a choice. I mean, if you hit in that left or right bunker, yeah. good luck. Yeah. I mean, if you put it right in the middle of the bunker with a nice lie... Sure, no problem. Everyone can get that one up and down. But if it runs up near the edge, now all of a sudden, that's how you make your bogeys. You hit a good bunker shot out nine feet, and then you lip out the putt, and you're like, wait a minute, I, I didn't hit horrible golf shots. Mm -hmm. That's how the good players make bogeys. So whoever has their iron play on tight. Now, what Bernhard Langer has done, oh, my gosh. I mean, I, I just saw a Golf Central thing like yesterday, and they talk, you know, he's now chasing Hale Irwin what, 45 wins. He's, yeah, I love how they say that. Uh, oh, he only has 14 more to go. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but that's how good he is. So, you know, time will tell. But this doesn't seem like a tournament play that Notre Dame's warned that the long drivers are going to have that much of an advantage. Well, length is always uh, an exciting part of the game. Sure, if you're hitting mm -hmm. it straight, uh, Dustin Johnson, he's, he's done okay with, you know, nuking it. But even they say he's now, he's now a complete player where he, he doesn't flinch about hitting three iron off a tee. It, it doesn't irritate him. Um, so, you know, length is always number one, but you have to be, you know, straight. Um, yeah, it's... It's it's still it's a second shot golf course. It really is. Final question on this subject to you, Scott. Just in terms of what you've heard that the USGA is going to do. You just talked about the fairways. Is there something about the change, whether it's just a single bunker or moving the fairway, whatever the case may be? Is there something that the USGA is going to do that you feel like? is going to improve at least one of the holes on the golf course and make it an even better hole? Oh, that's a great question. Well, I, what what they've been doing at the Warren, and this is the part of my job that I enjoy so much, that John Foster has been so gracious to, uh, you know, when we have a moment, he, he tolerates me sitting in his office and asking him a million questions. And he's been <laughs> gracious in, uh, you know, holding my hand a little bit and saying, you know, listen, here's our behind the scene plans. And, like, for example, when they added some of the fairway area on 10 to the right of the green, it's now the rough has now gone a little bit. So when you go over there, that's going to give you a little bit tighter lie. 
and it's going to be perhaps a more challenging. The ball's going to run a little further. If you play the hole and, and look to the right, you may not even notice it. So what's happening is they're really making some subtle changes. I know there's some talk about 17 green. It's a very small target. They're talking about going a little back left there behind the bunker. Well, for me as a player, I'm like, oh, are they going to grow rough behind that green? Because if anybody played there, it's kind of a bit of a downgrade toward the woods. Mm -hmm. And if you airmail that green, oops-a-daisy, that's, that's a world to hurt. Um, so little things like that where, again, if you're on control, you hit your 80-yard shot on the green, you don't even notice what's over the green. If you don't have proper iron control and you come over the top, shut the face down a little, it lands on the downslope, all of a sudden you're next to one of those beautiful trees going, how am I going to get this up and down? Um, <laughs> and that's the difference. Bernard Langer doesn't miss his target by eight yards, where if you're a little off and you miss it by that much, you're in trouble. So, uh, you know, so those little changes can, it's very subtle though. I mean, it, it almost takes some behind the scenes stuff because you, you barely even notice and all of a sudden, oh, wow, that's, that's going to come into play. Scott Gump is Notre Dame golf men's assistant coach and former PGA Tour player. Tim Firestone, the owner at Blackthorn. I'm Darren Pritchett. You're listening to The Golf Show on Michiana Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT. Welcome back to the Golf Show on Michiana Sports Leader, 96.1 FM WSBT. I'm Darren Pritchett. As we talked about in our opening segment, the Four Winds Invitational Symmetra Tour event is underway at Blackthorn. Second round action is getting underway right now at Blackthorn. And we had the chance to talk to Tim recently about some of the details, tickets, parking, whatever you need to know to go out and enjoy the Four Winds Invitational at Blackthorn. This see with Martin Supermarket taking care of admission. People can come out for free for the golf tournament. And when they get out to Blackthorn, obviously most of the people that are going to be coming out have played Blackthorn. When they see the golf course, how different is it going to be with the way the Symmetra Tour sets it up? Is there any type of subtle differences that people might notice? No, other than the fact that we flip-flop the nines. Um, so the ninth hole becomes the 18th hole. Um, but nothing, nothing crazy. I mean, they, they don't uh, uh, beat up on these girls with hole locations. And, and the rough we mow on Monday um, and then we don't mow it again, uh, that might change this year. I mean, as John can attest, yeah. uh, the rough is growing like crazy, crazy. and it's thick. Yeah. This is, is as thick and as lush um, that, uh, of, a, of the rough that these girls uh, will ever have seen at Blackthorn, that's for sure. The golf course is in spectacular shape. I think from a timing issue uh, with us moving it up a week, um, the golf course is, is in a lot better uh, condition, um, and we've had great weather. And it looks, the forecast, knock on wood, looks to be great next week. So, the course will be firm, fast, and uh, with some luscious rough. So I would anticipate uh, it being a good challenge uh, for these young ladies. Karen, how will the greens be set up? They typically like to keep them 10, 10 and a half. They, again, they don't want to get them too crazy. And at Blackthorn, you got to be careful with doing that anyway. Um, so it'll be 10, 10 and a half. They'll be a fast. I mean, they're, they're double cut and rolled every day. Um, and uh, they'll, they'll, be, they'll be a challenge. So uh, I think a lot of people that play in the Pro-Am get a kick out of that, of seeing black, because we don't keep the greens anywhere near that on a daily basis. We'd have six-hour rounds. So um, it's fun for people to see what, how the golf course could be played um, when we really cut them down and, and roll them and, and try to make them quick. So, uh, uh, but it'll be, you know, it's going to be, it'll be challenging but fair, um, I think is how this tour likes to set up the golf courses. So let me ask both of you this question. Since your experience with golf tournaments, for the average fan, maybe that's never been to a golf tournament, can you offer some suggestions on 
maybe holes to sit at that they might enjoy watching players come through. I'm just trying to look for ideas other than maybe following a group you might be interested in around the golf course. What might be a couple of holes at Blackthorn or an area of the golf course that you feel like might be a good spot for people to come out and enjoy watching their first golf tournament? Well, I, I think from past years, the uh, our 18th hole, the tournament nine hole, is where a lot of the people seem to congregate. And there's a nice, you know, banking there where you can oversee that green. Some of the players go for the uh, par five and two, uh, so there's a little bit of excitement. Um, and uh, it's not too far from the main entrance. Um, so that, that seems to gather a lot of people there. And then on the 18th hole as well, um, uh, where we have our skybox, a lot of people kind of gather around that, that hole there as well. Um, I was out there last year, Tim, and you and I were at what is currently 16, what would be 7. And it's one of the par 3s where the, the, the viewer viewing area, which is the cart path behind it, you're right on top of the green. Yeah. So you can see the shot coming right at you. It's, you know, on the par three, and then you can reach out and touch the players as far as that goes. It's about as close and as good a view as you can get out there. And par threes, traditionally, I know the USGA, uh, part of their deal, they always set grandstands around par threes because those always seem to be one of the more popular things to do because you see every shot of the hole. Yeah, good point. Uh, so anyway, that would be my recommendation. I know people don't mind walking. This is kind of one of my favorite spots if I'm going to want to watch the golf tournament next weekend. And I'll just go by the way people play it at Blackthorn. I would enjoy being behind the green on two and then watch the par three third because you get the par yeah, four at the that's, short. That's a good point. Yeah. And you can see players go for maybe an aggressive shot with the driver on the par four. You see them lay up, but you see all the shots really, really easy. And there's going to be some short approach shots, so you're probably going to see some shots close and some birdies on the par four second. And then it's what? 20 steps to go over yeah. the third tee and then you've got the tee shot and you can watch the putts pretty easily from back there so i know it's probably a good walk but i really like number two and number three as an area for people to watch i'll put a, i'll put a chair out there for you buddy all right with your name <laughs> on. really yeah <laughs> vip I mean, viewing. wait a minute Wait a minute. In years past, I got a golf cart. Now I'm reduced to a chair. Oh, that's right. That's right. We'll get you a cart. I forgot about that. Oh, no, I'm fine. I'll take a chair. It's a really, really good spot out there. Pool, pond, so Tim, pond, you, pool Anything. I'll, I'm, I'm not, you know what? I'm not a diva. Just I'll don't take anything transport you give me. players or caddies, okay? Yeah. I, I, no, no, no. I, I don't know if I ever told this story. I got to tell this story. Yeah, story. you have Did to. Oh, yeah. okay. No, no. Oh, uh, you told me. So, um... This is the first uh -oh. year of the Four Winds Invitational, year one. And uh, on the, the our number one, Tournament 10, uh, I'm out driving around, and um, this uh, this young lady hits one left on the, the first, uh, mm -hmm. number 10, looking for the ball, looking for the ball. I'm trying to help find the ball, which is perfectly legal, and we can't find it. So says, okay, you got to go back to the tee. Well, on TV... If you're a rules official, I mean, you, it's common to see a rules official drive a player back to the tee so they can hit the shot and then drive them back up to the fairway, back to their bag, so it helps with speed of play. Right. Well, I did that thinking, I'm the tournament director. I, you know, am, am running this whole thing, and why wouldn't oh, no. I be able to give right. this player a ride back? Not so fast, my <laughs> friends. The player was assessed a two-shot penalty and missed the cut by one shot. <laughs> Oh no! I felt so bad. 
I couldn't believe it. I argued with the you know yeah, the, I don't the blame PGA you. and they're like goofy rule. These players know the rules. Da 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 da. I'm like, come on. I'm the tournament director. I told her to get into the. She cards. was not gaining a competitive advantage. Yeah, what did she get? Because if, it was if me. You were, if yeah, you've been we were doing your officials. job and yeah. you've been there as a rules official, right. you would have taken her back there. So I, that's the type of thing that drive people crazy about the rules of golf. And Tim, if you would have taken a vote of every player in the tournament. They would have voted the same way. Absolutely. It was completely oh, yeah. fine for that to happen yep. because it keeps the pace up. And you know what? That's what it's all about. They get yelled at all the time about playing slow. Exactly. So here's the situation where you're actually trying to keep pace and you get penalized for it. Forget about it. Yeah. Come on. Has that yeah. person been back? <laughs> um, I tried to block her name out of my memory just because I felt so horrible about it. Kind of ruined her career. Check out her Facebook page. I bet we got some yeah. interesting comments about Tim. <laughs> the tournament director. <laughs> uh, she, I, I apologize to her. She was very sweet. She was, yeah. no, it was my fault. I knew I didn't think about it, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. anyway, sorry to digress on that, but I thought that was an interesting story to share with you. <laughs> no, that's a great story. Viewers. All right. So next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the Four Winds Invitational again. Admission is free thanks to Martin Supermarkets. And Tim, just other details in terms of concessions parking what people should expect next week yeah so parking is on the east side of the golf course off moreau court follow the signs off of nymphs parkway uh we'll have concessions uh open uh, up by the clubhouse uh, a couple other locations on the golf course um so i would really encourage all of you to you know take a a very affordable day uh, uh on come out and uh and, and watch some good golf and um spend the day with us on uh, sunday it'll be a, a great uh, a great time Stand by. More of the Golf Show coming up next on Michiana Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT. We wrap up the Golf Show by telling you what's coming up. I think we have an idea what's coming up in Blackthorn, but Tim, take it away. Well, yeah, it's uh, golf course is open uh, until tomorrow night at uh, 4 o'clock. So uh, come on out uh, today and tomorrow. Of course, like I said, it's in great shape. Uh, black card sales are still available, um, um, and a tournament next week um, coming up. Can't wait. A lot of different events. Daddy-daughter Pro-Am, 5K, Family Day. Uh, go to fourwindsinvitational.com uh, for all the schedule of events. And then, uh, of course, we'll reopen uh, on Monday, June 12th. And, uh, again, should be in great shape. Come on out. So then Sunday at 4 o'clock, we probably should encourage people to go to Notre Dame's board. Yeah, that's, that was going to be my message. You know, Timmy's closed. Come <laughs> see us. Uh, we're not open on Mondays due to maintenance, but the other days we're wide open. No outings coming up, so come see us. And the phone number is? 631-GOLF. 631-GOLF. Guys, enjoyed it. Tim, good luck next week. We'll talk to you during the Four Winds Invitational. Thank you, Darren. Thanks, Darren. This has been the Golf Show presented by Blackthorn and Notre Dame's Warren on WSBT South Bend.
Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 